listening to Cubbies Across the Pond, the show that brings you the light away to enjoy Cubs baseball from across the pond. With your hosts from the Twitter world, Michael and Joe. It was the night before Cubbies baseball season. We are the reigning, defending National League champion and I can't wait for the baseball to start. On today's show, we will be discussing Anthony Rizzo's contract deal, Jesus Camargo's legal troubles, and our wonderful, not so important, second place finish in spring training. With the 2021 baseball season starting tomorrow, I can't wait. But it's been a bit of an awkward run uh, for some of the players before the season starts. And I'm looking at Anthony Rizzo. Um, He has instructed his agents to terminate contract extensions talks with the Cubs. Um because obviously Rizzo is eligible to become a free agent with this season ending. Um, Rizzo made it clear that he he has the desire to remain a cup, and he said he'd like the no he wants negotiations to be a distraction. He doesn't want that to be a distraction during the season. Um, so I can understand him wanting to do it before the season starts, but with just how poor they came across. Um, he didn't want to like get caught up in the back and forth of it all. Um, and he it's quoted that he was like, when you think of like the actual business side of it, this is from Rizzo. You can just be naive to think that just because of what I've done here and what I've expressed, they're just going to hand me a contract, but and have to go out and earn it. I look forward to just to continuing to play. With what's coming out so far, the two sides from Rizzo's side and from Hoyer and the Ricketts side of things and the ownership. The two sides are reportedly far apart in what they're expecting. Um, it's reported that Rizzo's looking more like a, a Paul, Paul Goldschmidt sort of deal with like, the Cardinals with like a five-year and a 130 mil deal. And the Cubs are completely low-balling him in that regards of a of a deal, uh, the, the when you look at like the history of Rizzo, he's been at the Cubs since 2012. He's made three All Stars with the Cubs, has four Gold Gloves, has one Platinum Glove, has one Silver Slug Award. In nine seasons with the Cubs, his slash line is a batting average of 274, an on base percentage of 374. And a slugging percentage of 492. With 228 home runs and 744 RBIs. This is an awesome player. Like, maybe it's because we've seen him for so long. That we've just gotten used to our Rizzo. 
And them numbers jump out at me as he is an all-time Cubs legend. That I do believe that that number 44 will be on the flagpole and will be retired by the Cubs. When it, like the report came with Monday that they apparently broke off and it was like the the article by Ken Rosenthal and Patrick Mooney gave us some information about how the Cubs offered Rizzo a five-year extension of 70 mil which is which isn't a lot and I can understand with, with him being an ageing player he is up there in age where you don't want to be getting caught up in a deal with paying someone for 10 years you don't want to be like an Albert Pujols sort of deal where you're just trying to pay somebody off for 10 years obviously but the guy is a legend and he does deserve his bank um so it's a hard one. Now we don't want to fall in the trap of doing like the Andre Dawson deal back in the day. Of just basically giving him a blank contract and saying fill the amount out of how much you want. It's modern baseball. We've got to think of the future as well as the current times. Um, I just found it interesting. I think it was a few days before opening day. And I think Rizzo is he's the leader of the Cubs. He's our captain. And for him to have to deal with this, it's, it's a hard thing. Like, he even states that we've been, we've, he says, like, we've had enough time to talk and try and figure it out. I told my agents to not talk to me about it anymore. Not even from this point on. It was just good to have a clarity one way or the other. Now I can get ready for the season. So Rizzo didn't tell his agents to stop talking to the Cubs about a contract. He didn't want his agents talking to him. So it's looking positive. So in other words, he doesn't want to go back and forth with numbers. Come to him when there's a correct offer on the table. Now, I want to hear that. It, it's, 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 you know what I mean? This is a positive sign of where we're coming from. With what's happening, it, it's, it's annoying that we can't get the deal sorted. But in my deepest heart I can see Rizzo re-signing and him being a cub I think Jed's got to get it done he doesn't want to alienate the fans against him and the Ricketts would be foolish to lose an asset like Anthony Rizzo I hope the best for the season and I hope all of this drama that he's got to deal with gets resolved very soon. One of the craziest stories coming out of spring training that we haven't discussed on Twitter or on a podcast yet. And it's... It's kind of baffling. But the Chicago Cubs had a bit of a, a breaking bad sort of story going on. Um, Jesus Camargo. Um, some people are calling the Walter White of the Chicago Cubs. Was uh, arrested 
and for apparent uh, uh, is facing drug charges after police in Colorado found 21 pounds of meth 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 of meth and 1.2 of oxycodone pills in a Chicago Cubs duffel bag which he was driving um so he is a 25 pitcher he he wasn't uh, in our most recent uh top 30 prospects but his minor league career stats is 13 wins and 7 losses ERA of 2.98 and pl- uh, over 7 games with 226.1 innings and a whip about 106 with 238 strikeouts. He 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 could have been a decent little relief pitcher coming up out of a for us, but it doesn't look like that's going to be happening uh, anytime soon. It, it's it's a tragedy, and I think it it shows actually the current state of minor league players getting paid. Where somebody will risk their career over doing something like this for such little price, as it's been reported that he has done this for five hundred dollars. If you're risking yourself to your your career and your life in prison for five hundred dollars, it's showing the state of how how little minor league players do get paid. Um. Obviously, I'm not uh, condoning going into this sort of industry at all. Um, but it's it's sad to see a, a player get caught up in this. Um, one that was showing some potential to to be a good player. Obviously, he didn't he didn't get a play last year with everything going on COVID. But yeah, hopefully he can. It works out for him. Or it was, yeah, he he can prove some witness or something that it wasn't him or something crazy. But it, it's it's it was one of the strangest news um, stories to break over uh, over uh, the spring training. With our impressive. Not so important, but I am taking it as a victory. Second place of spring training. I found it interesting how I and like other people showed a little bit of a disheartenment to the players that were brought in and the players that were replaced. Um from this off season, it feels like as a Cubs fan, it was a bit of a, a big fat L like we lost this off season with the players we brought in. But Chicago and everyone who is a Cubs fan, I give you hope and promise of the beast and the phenom who will lead the Cubs, hopefully fingers crossed, very far shot, but he's the man who will lead us the way, Mr. Jock Peterson, the phenon himself. He has been amazing this spring training, and I really hope that Jock can stay hot 
in that cold weather of Chicago right now and still hit them bombs. Um, he had eight home runs this this uh, spring training. Eight because he has eight last uh, eight eight letters in his last name. It, it all links. I mean, everyone was obviously like comparing him to Schwab's. But if you're looking at their spring training stats, which isn't the most important thing, but hey, this is the only thing we've ever got to see in Jock in in them lovely boo pinstripes. He he's he he's got a better batting average, a better on base percentage, better slugging, and of course, automatically makes him have a better OPS. But he's not the only one who is doing better than their counterpart that had to be replaced in the off-season. Jake Marisnik has been a bit of a quiet one for us as a Cubs fans. He's come in and he's replaced a bit of Almora. But Jake Marisnik's spring training stats should not be like hidden away. 409 batting average. 435 on-base percentage. 1,000 slugging, which is a bit, ex- bit extreme. And then obviously the 1,435. But when you compare that to Amora right now, Amora's bat- batting average is 235. On base is 257. And his slugging is 471. There ain't no comparing. The one where it's not the same is... Is Arietta to John Lester of the aging pitchers that who, who do we have? Arietta's ERA is higher than Lester's, but Arietta isn't there for his ERA. He's there to get his mechanics back. The back, the way that he deserves it with the Chicago Cubs way of pitching. He only pitches good in Chicago. He can't pitch anywhere else, and this is where he'll redo it again. I'm telling you now, I'm excited for Mr. Jake Arietta this season. Trevor Williams. My good God, who would have thought? He came in and he's replaced Chatwood and Quintana. Man, Trevor Williams with a near RA of 132. If he can reproduce that for this season, man, he's an unheard, like, he'll be so young, man. Imagine that, just Trevor Williams out of nowhere. Bounce back season of the year and he'll be smashing it. Especially comparing them numbers to Chatwood and Q's outings in their spring training I mean Q's done 14 in his pitch and Chat was done 7.2 it ain't a lot for market research but Chat was got a 2.35 ERA which is pretty good compared to like Chatwood's numbers they, he, he is a off and on again star but I'm happy for Q and his 14 in his pitch his ERA is 0.64 but them 14 in his pitch ain't a lot and I, I think Madden will do well with him I think he's at the Angels now but the biggest and most shocking ERA difference is Mr. Zach Davis. Are maybe the craziest he might be if he pops off to be the best player ever and we traded him for you, Darvish. Could you imagine the history books? Oh, but Mr. Zach Davis having a 0.68 ERA over spring training compared to you, Darvish's 4.5. We're winning the trade already. We won the trade if it just stopped now. If the history books and the stat books took it in. Uh, fingers crossed it may stay like that. Like I love you to bits. But if this is how it's staying. Thank 
Good Lord. The only thing I'm not happy about with who the players is obviously we're chucking down Nico down for AAA. Um, I love Nico and I love what he's produced this off season. I can't big him up anymore. Like I've been popping up about him non-stop. He's a great little player, but we keep him down for 30 days. We get an extra year out of him. That's how I'm seeing it. Is it's the long run of term of effect. He might not do well as well in the cold in Chicago. Like I was looking at the weather today. It does not look as nice as it does right now. I was on the beach today, tanning up compared to that cold weather in Chicago. Then balls ain't gonna be good for Nico. So actually, let's just rest him for 30 days. Let's give him a little summer vacation um, in AAA. Rest him up so he can he can come back to the Cubs and start doing what he was doing in spring training. But yeah, no, it's a shame, obviously, with all this arbitration stuff. If that, if that wasn't a thing, if they could just get paid properly, like, without arbitration nonsense, he would be he would be starting. It's not a, a thing against his talents. He's a talented player. We all know it. And I can't wait for him to be back again playing. I just hope Chris Bryant, he, he had a slow start. So did Bowie. Um, and uh, they started turning it around just before spring training finished, which is just uh, what I can't wait to see. They, they're turning it around for the season to start. And that's what we want to see. If, if if they can start doing what they were doing at the end of spring training, I... We're unstoppable then, and I can't wait for it. And that's it for this pod. Uh, I just want to say thank you for all those who have listened to this far, and uh, stay tuned to all of this. Um, me and Mike, unfortunately, couldn't come on today, but we we've been we were been having some business meetings and. Uh, We've been planning some great stuff for this uh, upcoming season with the pods. I think we've got about two months worth of shows planned. But if you guys can just like share these out so we can get a wider viewers uh, listening to this. And then we can tune it to what you guys want to hear as well. If there's anything you want to address. Um, we're going to come at you guys as well. We want as many different voices of the Cubs uh, fans out there. We want to hear your stories because... The great thing about Cubs fans is what we found is everyone's got their own individual story and reason behind why they love the Cubs and why they go through so much pain and torture supporting the Cubs. So uh, just, just let this, let this, share this out as much as possible. Um, it and uh, just follow us on Twitter as well, and just, uh, just, just keep showing us some love because uh, we appreciate it. So thank you guys. Uh, and uh, see you next time.